start recording and the stuff just sounds so stupid and like i just be having to redo it that's dumb okay whatever (sighs) hey everybody it's so glad to have you guys back like literally like recording this podcast has slowly started to become one of my favorite things to do through the week it's like i can't wait to the day of recording comes for me to do this podcast because I always have so many things that happen to me in between weeks of recording. Like you would think that within every seven days, I wouldn't have so many interesting things that happen in my life, but I do, I do. And, um, you know, it's just, it's great because I get to let all of it out for the entire world to listen to, um, which is dangerous at a point because I mean, I just kind of let everything out. I don't really care. Like I just say the things that happen. Like, obviously, I don't say names about people, and I don't say, like, places, and uh, I kind of say places. But, um, you know, it's just one of them things where, like, these things happen, and I kind of just keep them to myself, but I sort of just let them out to the world on a podcast. So, uh, is that backwards? Maybe. But it's fun. It's fun. And I'm hoping that you can just sort of live your life vicariously through the things that happen in my life. So, if I make a dumb mistake, hey... You don't have to make it. You can just make the mistake through my life, and then you can just, like, live, you know? I got to think that's a really dope thing for you to do. So you should definitely consider just living life vicariously through me, through the things that happen in my life. And, you know, if I fail, then you can fail without actually feeling the repercussions of it, you know? I think, think that's pretty dope. But if that's dope for you, then I think that if you're going to live your life vicariously through me, you should at least subscribe on iTunes, and you should follow on Spotify. You should follow this, the podcast on Spotify and iTunes because that would be freaking dope. And if you're on iTunes or if you're on Spotify, head over to iTunes, check out the podcast just so you can leave a review, leave a five star review. And if you're feeling, if you're feeling generous, if you're feeling in a real English mode, you know, in a real typey typey texty mode, type a review. Um, let me know how you feel about the podcast. Let me know what's going on in life. If you just want to say that you love. I don't know. Just just talk about the podcast in any way. Like, just leave a five-star review. That would make my day. And it would make your day, too. You don't know it yet. But if you really want to feel true happiness, head over and leave a five-star review and just watch how much joy comes over your life. Because it's, it, it really happens. Like, legit. I promise you it does. Uh, now, I think, that's, I think that's everything. I mean, I told you if you were listening on Spotify or iTunes, then... All right, whatever. Uh, I'm just going to say it. Um, Shout out to everyone checking me out on Spotify, listening to this on Spotify, and shout out to everybody listening to this on iTunes. It really is a blessing to have you all back. Now, I have one quick announcement that none of you actually probably really care about, but in the long run, or starting today and in the long run, this is actually going to be one of the biggest changes that I have made for this podcast. And that is literally maybe an hour and a half ago, I went and I changed the category of this podcast from society and culture to religion and spirituality. Okay, so, okay. So, the reason I did that, like, honestly, technically, that might not really change the content. Like, it's not going to change the content on the podcast. But it helps me because, you know, today I was in the mirror getting ready. Jeez, my head hurts. I was in the mirror getting ready. And, um, you know, I was just thinking about what I was going to talk about this podcast. And there's a plethora of things that I can talk about. Um, But the way that I deal with these things are first, like spiritually first. Like, that's the way I handle these things. And that's really the reason why any of these things that I talk about actually, like, matter to me because of how they affect my spirit. And then there's definitely, definitely, oh, my goodness, there's definitely uh, practical ways that I handle these situations. But it's just really hard for me. Like, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm very, very spiritual. And um, I, I give God reign over my whole life. And so it's really hard for me to not acknowledge God in these different type of circumstances. And I think that if I just remain in that place, like that I'm naturally in in the first place, 
that it'll just make these conversations a lot easier. Because now when I give you all these these things that I'm going through, I can give you the spiritual aspect that they're all coming from and why I react the certain way I do and why I freak out. Like, like literally, like, if we think about the last few podcasts when I've just been talking about, like, girls and how it's just been, like, super wild and everything – Part of it makes me sound really dumb in a way. Like, it's 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 really good advice, I feel like. Or it's just a really good story that I feel like I'm telling, yes. But if I was to give you guys the spiritual insight of why I was reacting certain ways and why I was, like, just tripping out, then all of this would make so much more sense. It would make sense why I say that I'm not dating any of these girls, that there's somebody I love. Like, all of these things would make sense. It doesn't just sound like a madman. So... I changed it to religion and spirituality, and um, you know I'm I'm gonna say this now that um, I believe that regardless of who I worship, which is which is God, that people who don't worship God, people who are atheists, people who are Buddhist and um, Hindu and every other every other religion in the world, I still believe that they will find a home and a peace in this podcast because it's still practical and it's still life at the end of the day. So I was always afraid to label it religion and spirituality because I didn't want this thing to be like a discriminatory thing because this world already separates with religion and with race and with gender and with um, economic status. Like this world always separates in some way and the last thing well one of the biggest ways that we separate is religion and the last thing i want to do is separate more people because of religion but i just realized that i can still talk about these things in a practical way but still give you the insight of why i'm battling these things in the first place and um you know how we overcome them together so yeah that's that's the change that i made obviously it won't mean anything to you guys right now because like i mean you just listen to the podcast. And then the second thing that I changed, which you should notice, is that I changed the cover art. And I'm one of those people, like like I told y'all in the first episode, I think I did, that I spent like eight hours working on that first cover artwork that if you're not an OG fan that you probably won't see. I mean, you can find it on Instagram. It, it's it's not hidden. Um, But as I just kept looking at it, it just was like – it. It, it just was off to me. And I'm one of those people that if I look at it too long, I'm going to want to change it. And one of those days, I was just like, I, nope, I want to change it. And literally, I, I, I changed it, and I like it so much more now where it is. And so we changed the cover art as well. So those are the two big changes that have happened uh, since the last time we all were here talking. Um, And, you know, this podcast... You know, uh, I think I think that this podcast is very dependent dependent on a lot of things today, um, because a lot has been happening. And I know a lot of things that have been happening have been in relation to my life, um, but a lot of things have been happening in the world prominently in the area that I'm in, the South, Southeast, whatever it is. Um, And lately, I think, I think lately the, the last few um, podcasts have been about not wholly me, like all me, but they've derived from my story or something that I've been involved in. And, uh, you know, this week, depending on, like, like this week, I want to focus on something that completely has nothing to do with anything that I've experienced as far as my place in a certain situation. Um, I don't know how long this entire topic is going to take because it's too severe to just sort of glide over. 
it's way too severe. And while I have an amazing story to tell everybody, like, like while I have, like, like, like I said, within the last week, a, a bunch of crazy things have happened to me. And I could, I could literally give you all a, a whole story about that. And we would have so much fun and everything. And I mean, depending on how long this takes, maybe we get to that, but I don't want to keep you here for two hours. And, um, so I mean like whatever I experienced recently in my life that I thought was an anomaly, we'll just have to save it for later. And we might not ever get to it for the simple fact that I'm willing to bet that within the next seven days from recording this podcast, something else is going to happen that is just crazy that I'm going to have to tell you guys about. But right now, there's just something so much more serious. It's so much more important to me. It's so much more important than a laughter right now. And it it is it's it's like it's severe and um i'm talking about sex trafficking and i want to approach this topic from a very delicate place because um first off this is a very sensitive subject to a lot of people very sensitive um and if you've been you know if you've been involved in any um, atmosphere of sex trafficking, or if you are related to somebody who's experienced anything in the realm of sex trafficking, this episode is not to make you feel uncomfortable. But this episode is more about the awareness of it. And it's more about sort of a, a a commentary or 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 just just some dialogue well it's not really dialogue cuz I'm here by myself but just sort of like how I see it from my perspective and and how it's affected me um spiritually cuz I think that's very important um and so you know honestly I don't even really know how to start but I guess we'll start here um I don't want to even label specific cases or anything, but um, in Alabama uh, and in Georgia and really all throughout the South, Southeast near the coast and a lot of just different places around the South, um, there has been an avid, avid rise in sex trafficking. And while sex trafficking has always been present, it's never been this um it, it it's never been this much of a phenomenon. Like it's you know, like 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 safety and how we should watch our surroundings and everything about when people can, you know, snatch you and everything, that's always been something that everyone has been taught, male or female. But this is one of those things that now everyone is on high alert because of how it's happening. Like it's happening at so much of a rampant pace that every day you wake up, you're getting a test message about being safe, that you're, you're, you're reading things on the news about different ways that, that these sex traffickers are trying to come up with um, ways to lure people. Like it's, it's unbelievable. Um, and you know one of one of the uh you know spiritually one of the things that i think is happening is that a lot of people are living in fear now and i want to draw a really um large distinction between living in fear and then living precautiously. Now, I think that 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 precautious living, living living watching your surroundings and things like that, that's just something that we should all do. When we go out, we watch where we go, we watch who's around us, we 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 watch we watch our friends, we watch who we're talking to, watch our friends talking to, and that's something that I've said at the end of every single podcast or I've tried to make sure that I've said it, you know, to, to be careful and watch your surroundings and things like that. Living in fear is the things that you refuse to do just because you're scared of the thought that things might happen. 
Like, I'll give an example. Living precautiously would be driving a car but having your seatbelt on. Like, the precaution. Because we all know that it's it's dangerous when you get in a car to begin with. But having a seatbelt on is taking the precaution. Living in fear is saying that I'm not going to get in the car because I could get in a wreck. Like, fear prevents you from even stepping into that arena. Precaution is I'm going to be in this place, but I'm still going to, I'm, I'm going to be safe while I'm in this place. I'm going to make sure that while I'm in this position or in this situation, I'm going to do the necessary things in this situation to keep me protected. Fear says I won't even put myself in this situation. And because of what's going on, a lot of people are starting to live in fear. And I, I'll be honest with myself, my mom she texted me, which, guys, I'm not going to do this, but my mom texted me, or no, she called me one morning and said that she thought about getting me a gun. Um, First off, no, Um, because there's I, I, I don't want a gun. But it's one of those things that, like, a lot of people are starting to have fear overtake them. Like, fear is starting to raid our minds and raid our spirits, and it's starting to make us shy away from these full lives that we're supposed to live. And, you know, it, like, literally, like, it seems like every single day something else crazier happens. Something something new happens. It's like you, you know, like, even this the past like three days the past in the past three days another girl um w- went missing um then there was there was two things that I read or actually freaking three one being um one being that there's this thing that sex traffickers are doing with zip ties. Um, they're putting zip ties on the um, side mirrors of women's cars. And these zip ties signify that this woman is alone. Now, What's like like the like the creepy thing about this, and I'm gonna try to find it so I can read exactly um what they're saying about them, but this isn't my first time seeing this before. Like I've seen this whole zip tie thing before at some point, but I don't really uh I don't really know exactly like I felt like it was kinda like old in a way, but basically um, here's what they say. So, um, if you notice a zip tie on your car, mailbox, fence, if you notice a zip tie on, basically, it seems like if you, if there's a zip tie on anything that you own, um, they're used by sex traffickers to note that you're a woman who's alone. And this says to don't take them off when you immediately see it. Wait until you get to a different destination because they're trying to distract you by getting it off and abducting you. That makes, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Same thing goes if you find something on your windshield. It's a distraction, so they have time to get you. So, basically, they're putting zip ties on the side mirrors of, of, of women's cars. And it's one of those things that, you know, naturally, as, as humans, we become curious. And... Uh, you know, sex traffickers are playing. First, they're playing this psychological game. That's that's a psychological game, um, and they're putting this this object in the place that you don't expect it the most. They're putting this thing that seems very awkward, and because we're curious as humans, the first thing we do is say, "Why is this here?" Okay, and let me get this off because this isn't supposed to be here, and that is a way to get you distracted, to get you to try to get it off. And in that moment, um, it seems like that is when they're going to try to abduct you. Um, That's one of the things that I read. The second thing that I read, which was really sick, 
was that well, freaking three. One of them was that um, there are people going around on college campuses um, saying that they are Bible study groups, which is also a psychological approach um, because, you know, in college, that's when many of us face the hardest battles in our life mentally um and spiritually and it's it's what we're trying to figure out who we are like we're trying to find identity um we're in the midst of a lot of things that are pseudo happiness we're in the midst of a lot of things that we do just to be happy on the outside but a lot of us go back into our rooms and try to figure out exactly what's going on in life like there's this there's this battle in our mind first that we're trying to win and so to have this Bible study group is another psychological thing because somebody comes to you and gives you the opportunity and says that God will change your life. Um, you know, if you're in a rough place in your life mentally, you're going to go. But apparently um, people have been going around and they've been getting women in on this too, which is the saddest part about it is that they go around and saying that they're a, a Bible study group and things like that um, and telling people to, to show up at these places. And when they show up, they're being taken. Um, and then another one that I read is that people are in these vans now. They're in these vans now um, claiming to be church fans, um, taking people, you know, to wherever they desire to take them. Uh, but then the 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 most... The most, like, craziest one I heard this week or read this week. Um, there's a hospital at Alabama, in Alabama, um, that some sex trafficker survivor, or not sex trafficker survivor, but um, a survivor of, of, of sex trafficking um, was in the hospital. I don't know if they... I don't know if they had, like, got away or I don't know if um, – I think they had just got away. I'm not for sure, and I really can't find it anymore. But I don't know if they had just got away or anything, but I think that they did. So don't don't quote me fully on how recently they were involved in this sex trafficking ring. But I want to say it was recent, but just do not quote me fully. But quote me on the rest of this because this is – the rest of it I know for a fact. Um came in and said that um, basically what they do, well, 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 first, they are looking for black women, which makes, which is in, in accordance with what has been happening because all majority of the girls that I have seen that have been abducted have been African-American women. Um. But then um, it's saying she said something like, um, you know, that's the first thing. Second is that uh, they are initially um, sold off for $800. They're sold off for $800. And, um, you know, for, for, for bigger women... I think all of them were sold off for 800 and then after the, to get them into like the ring or whatever it is. And then after that, that's when there's like a real bidding on um, on how much each girl is worth. And what was intriguing was that she said that even for bigger women, there's still a price on them. You know, it may not be for uh, according to them, it may not be hired than some other girls, but there's still a price on them, which lets you know that they don't care who you are. There's some creep, there's some loser, there's some weirdo out there. And I only use those um, in reference to those people. Um, you know, that I, those are people that I cannot, um, I can't, I, I can't, defend your actions it's it's weird it's creepy it's wrong um and you know 
I don't wish death upon anybody, but I do pray that every single person that is responsible for sex trafficking of anybody, it doesn't just have to be women. If you're sex trafficking men, women, anything, you need to go to jail, period. You need to go to jail because that is one of the most immoral, wrong, and unjustly things and demoralizing things that you can do as a human on this earth is to take women or men and sell them off like property, take them away from their family and their friends, take them away from their places of comfort and where they reside, and then sell them off uh, like 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 property. It's unbelievable. Um, now, so basically, so, okay, so going forward on what the uh, woman said, so then um, recently which this makes all the sense in the world while this stuff is starting to pick up rampantly. Recently, um, a huge sex trafficking ring got busted up. Just, just like, busted up. And um, it was around, I think they said it was around 800 women who were, who were um, rescued. Um, and granted, like, I don't want to just be out here just saying that um, all of this is, like, this isn't, like, news or nothing. Like, this wasn't on, like, CNN or nothing. So, I mean, you can try to say and argue that this is false. But if we go based on the things that have been happening recently, I think this is very valid. Uh, around 800 women were free, and the reason why the rampant picking up of girls being abducted has increased is because they are trying to recoup the amount of women that they lost. Now, I'll be I'll be completely honest with with myself. Um, I've stated multiple times on this podcast that, like, um, how much I appreciate women, how much I value um, everything that women bring to not only someone else's life, but how much they bring to the world, how much they bring to families, how much they bring to friends. Women are the backbone of, I mean, look, uh, people can have many arguments, and, and a lot of people are going to argue that male is superior and everything, and, you know, you can have your, 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 your arguments about submitting and all that, but I think that women are a huge backbone into everything that um, revolves in this country. Like, while, while men are important, I think that women are definitely just as equally as important. Um, and if you have disagreements about that, then, you know, don't try to argue with me because I really don't have the time nor the energy to argue with you about the value of women. Um, but one of the things that's been hardest for me, and I'll be honest, um, is in the idea that I definitely have more friends who are girls than friends who are guys. Looking at it now, like, that's something that I haven't really thought about until, like, recently and right now. I really just didn't think about it until right now. I have more friends who are girls than friends who are guys by a long shot. Like, it's not even close. It ain't even close. Um, and I would And I would honestly say that, like, since even this year being down here in college, majority of the friends that I have made have been girls. The only ones that I've made that have been guys have been the guys on my hall that because I'm an RA, the guys on my hall, and I just happen to have an all guy hall. Um, you know, and a couple guys in in a few other halls. Other than that, you know, majority of my friends are are girls, and what's been tough for me is that. It's been harder for me to want to 
like, like, and I, you know, it's one of these things. <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> it's one of these things that, like, how we were just talking about fear and about precaution. Like, if we want to talk about one of the fears that I've thought of, is that for me, and maybe for a lot of other people out there, if majority of your friends are girls, or if more than half of your friends are girls, the the chances of something happening like that to a girl that you know increases. Like if I if if I have a hundred friends and ninety nine of them are guys and one of them is a girl, then you know the the chances of me having a girl that I know that you know or having a girl that I'm a friend with being taken away it's 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 a lot slimmer you know it's it's a one in a hundred chance of my friend group versus if you flip it and there's 99 girls who I'm friends with and one guy the chances increase exponentially and so one of the hardest things for me is like I don't even want to become friends with any more girls because that just adds to the percentage that something could happen and that if a girl is abducted in any way there could be a chance that she happens to be my friend and it's it's been one of those things that like I've um made it my business to not live in that it's one thing to think about a fear it's another thing to live in the fear all of us are going to think about our fears at the end of the day. Um, but, you know, yesterday I went to church, and I think this is so relevant. Yesterday I went to church, um, and the pastor was talking about how um, some of us submit our fears to reality and some of us submit our realities to our fears. And um, I hope I really don't get these switched up. But basically, we need to stop submitting our um oh my goodness i hope i don't butcher this basically because i don't don't, i'm I'm gonna mess it up if i try to use the terminology basically he's saying don't use your fear and make that your reality like don't allow your fears to be in the forefront and then your fears are what you live through like your fears are your reality now that you live in fear. And now the reason that you live the way you live is because you have this fear. And so your fear has determined your reality. That's okay. Yeah. And we all need to start putting our reality to our fear that it doesn't matter what my fear is. My reality will always be different. It doesn't matter what my fear is. My reality will always be different. My reality will always win. I'll, I will not submit my fear to my reality, but I'm going to. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I will submit my fear to my reality. I'm not going to submit my reality to my fear. And if we if we break it down in root words, if you submit your reality to your fear, that means that. Because sub means under, so that means that your reality goes under your fear. That means that your fear is above your reality. Instead, you need to submit your fear to your reality, to where reality is above your fear. And so I've thought about it. Like, trust me, I've thought about it. Like, I ain't making no more friends to our girls because that just means that the chances that one of my friends get taken just goes up. You know, because if I become friends with one girl, I'm probably going to become friends with her friends. And, you know, that's that's a scary thing. Like, I couldn't imagine, I could not imagine losing anybody close to me to something like that. JD will, what? Ain't no telling what I would do. I, I just couldn't imagine. And it's made me scared in a lot of ways. It's made me scared in that way. It's made me scared to have daughters. Really scared to have daughters. It's 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 made me scared for the girls that I know now. Like, I tell girls, it's some girls that are, um, I'm friends with that are across the hall from me um, that are residents in this building. And I'll be telling them, yo, you need to be back here at this time. Like I'm their dad or something. But it's one of the things like I can't like I can't experience 
that type of loss, you know. Um, that that's one of those ones that I wouldn't know how to how to deal with. I've never dealt with it before. I wouldn't know how to deal with it. Um, and so, it's it's a very very um, it's a very interesting thing that we have ensuing um, where I am and just in the world in general. Um, but I just really um, pray that these things change. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a dangerous, dangerous, um, arena. Sex trafficking is the dangerous arena. And it's one of those things that we can't really put, uh, it's one of those things that majority of people can't figure out. Like you think about. Like, it's just one of those things that, like, we have a hard time figuring out. It's one of those things that we hear about, but you don't really see it unless you see somebody missing. Like, people always tell you to be careful and everything like that, but you never know who this person is that's doing it. It's like you never know until it it happens or you never know until somebody goes missing. And then it becomes real for you. And then you're like, oh, my goodness, this is but it's it's almost like it's almost like we're fighting ghosts it's like we're we're fighting this thing that all of us can't um that all of us can't immediately see but we see the effects of it like you don't see wind but you see the effects of it you don't see you know sickness but you see the effects of it and i think that um or you don't see viruses, I mean, but you see the effects of it. And I think that uh, that's one of the things that this is. Uh, but I encourage you all to not live in fear. There are a couple things, though, that I think are practical that, you know, I'm I'm no I'm no like expert on any of this. I'm just a 19 year old kid. Um, but there's some practical things that I think we all need to adopt, but that women especially need to adopt. Um, and, um, it's not going to like, like we can't guarantee that you may not ever be faced with opposition of a sex trafficker. This in the same way you can't guarantee that somebody won't come to your school and you know start shooting. You can't guarantee that when you get into the car that you won't get in a wreck. You can't guarantee that you can get in a plane and you won't cry. Like there's no full full guarantees in life like None of us can honestly guarantee that we'll wake up tomorrow morning. There's no guarantees, but we can take precautions. And it's in the same way, like with school and everything. Like, you can't guarantee that. It, it, it's You take precautions, but we don't live in fear. And what I, what I don't want anybody to do, especially women, is to live in fear. And I think that the world is being very... Uh, I don't know. It's 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 really weird, you know. I'll I'll address this now because you know I wasn't I wasn't gonna really talk about it because I felt like this was a very like underlying thought that wasn't that important. But no, I, I need to talk about it because I'm not about to I'm I'm not about to stay quiet about this part right here. It's crazy how, um, you know, and this is not all men. This is not all men. But it's crazy how some some guys. Finally, want to start, you know, valuing women, valuing women at a higher level now that they see that um, they are starting to be abducted. Like it's really crazy. It's 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 really crazy because we have this whole 
political thing. We have this, we have all these arguments. And I know I've heard people literally say um, that some men have just said that women aren't important. I've heard that. But then we have all these arguments about how men are just superior to women and how women can. And, and, and we have a problem with women fighting for like the fact that women have to fight for equality is ridiculous to me um, because why should you have to fight to be equal? But, you know, that's a conversation for another day. But in this climate that we live in, we all can acknowledge that there have been times where men, some men have questioned the value of women. That they are beneath us, that they are um, less than what they think they are. But all of a sudden, now that, that, that women are starting to be taken, now our women are valuable. Now we need to crack down and, and, and get right where we need to get. Like, now it's important. And I think it's bull crap, number one. And I think that if you're one of those people that, you know, want to give women value when it's convenient, you want to give them value when they come up missing. But when everything's all nanny-dandy, you're right back, you know, disenfranchising them and their rights and what they deserve. You need to evaluate yourself because it's it's bull crap and it's unfair. And I just needed to address that because I think it's it's really nasty. I think it's I think it's extremely nasty. And I think that I think that while um you know it is like biblically in order and in a lot of <clears throat> while it is biblically in order and while it is in a lot of different practices and culture that women submit to women i mean women submit to men that in no way says that women are less than men it in no way says that just because you submit to somebody doesn't mean that you're less than them at all so I just think that that's very very um, you know we do it all the time we value stuff when it's convenient we value stuff when things start to go bad but then the minute that everything's okay we go right back to our old practical ways of thinking so I just think that um, I just thought that was annoying how now Everybody loves women and everybody wants to, everybody wants to, you know, love on them and treat them as queens now that things are going bad. But before, it was kind of like, eh, all right. And that's only some men. Like I said, some of y'all are great and some of y'all have, have recognized the, the need and the, the, the power of women. But then some of y'all, and you know who you are, some of you all have been very um, adamant and open and and detailed about how you just don't think women are as important as they think they are. So, um, yeah, as you're being hypocritical in those times, I'm very, very thankful that you're starting to see the value of women. I'm, I'm very thankful that you are. I'm very thankful. Although you're being very hypocritical, I'm, I'm very happy that you've, um, joined the 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 fight to try to um you know get women the the right things that they deserve all right so no back to the practical things that i was supposed to talk about one get some sort of protection now look i don't think that every woman should carry a gun and the reason why i say that is because if I I just don't think that everyone should have a gun. Um but I also I also think cuz I know it's like this for some guys even though they're going to try to lie about it. Um you know, while a weapon, while a gun is 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 considered um a uh while a gun is considered it it's 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 heavy weaponry, okay? It'll take somebody's life. I also think that some, like a lot of people, when you hold that, 
it puts more fear into you for having it than to using it. Like, like I just think that it can potentially make the situation worse for some people. That, like, you have this thought, like, you have this gun. And so the minute you, you like, run into this trouble, the gun becomes more of a problem because of the adrenaline or because of, like, the rush to make this thing happen than the solution to the problem. Now, first off, if you do get a gun, I recommend that you get training. Um, but I also want you to know that, like, a gun may not be the most effective for you. And if it's not, if, if a gun is not effective for you, if you don't think that you can handle a gun, if you don't think that's something that you can keep on you, if you don't think that that is something that you're comfortable with, I wouldn't recommend getting it. Because if you have this thing that is your protection now, but you're not comfortable in using it, it really has no use. You're going to have this gun, but you don't want to use it. Or you don't know how to use it. So it's just there. It's just a prop at that point. And now it's even more dangerous because now you have this dangerous, more than likely loaded weapon that you don't even know how to use. That's a that's a that's a huge problem. So if you're comfortable with using a gun, I recommend getting a gun. Um or just some sort of protection. Mace, personally, I think that every girl should have a taser. I think that that is genius. I think the taser is very easy to use. And it's one of those things that um, if I'm looking at it from a guy psychic, I'll just let y'all in on on my psychic. A guy, if he sees a girl with a gun, depending on who she is and depending on how she's holding it or whatever, guys are going to, you could call it like um, ignorance or... um, narcissism um guys are going to think that they can still overtake you because if we see that you're struggling with it or if we see that you look like you've never used it before or if we see that you like you're just panicking too much our our like mind is going to say bro she's not a threat she's not a she's not going to hurt me with that gun she doesn't even know how to use it she hasn't taken the safety off. Like she doesn't even know what she's doing and then they're going to proceed to do it ever like that's just a guy's psychic like like, depending on her posture, depending on how she looks when she does it, what are the chances of her really hurting me? Like, I can pursue whatever I want to do. With a taser, I think that every girl can handle a taser. And the reason why I think guys, like, personally, it's a lot of girls, if if if, if y'all get them a gun, I, I wouldn't be too scared of them. I'll be honest, because... I just know some who don't want to have a gun, who like guns freak them out. But I think that girls find tasers like entertaining. First off, I, I don't know why y'all do, but I think that girls find tasers entertaining. But me as a guy, that's one of those things that guys really, unless they're just dumb, guys believe that y'all can do something with that. Half of them going to think that with that gun, y'all ain't going to do nothing. 95% are going to trip over that taser. Because don't nobody want to be shot with something that's making that type of noise. I'm I'm just being honest. I don't. I don't ever want to get tased. Especially with the ones where you can see, like, the little lightning or whatever it is. No, absolutely not. I'm good on that. I recommend getting a taser. And if you think that you're comfortable with having some sort of heaven, heavy weaponry, then get it. Um, but I also just precaution you with that because I don't want you to just like, I don't want like a guy to come up and ask you for your number and then you just like pull out the strap. Like, you know, so um, the, it's all depending on who you are um, because I, I really don't, uh, I, I would really hate for somebody to just try to get your Snapchat and then you pull a Smith & Wesson out on them. So evaluate that with who you are. Don't get something that in the midst of a potential situation, don't get something that you aren't going to know how to use or something that you're afraid of using. You know, like, and don't get something that you're afraid that, like, you can make a mistake with it. Like, you might shoot the wrong person. You know, that's a possibility. So if you think that taser is where you rest at, get a taser. Pepper spray, mace, 
while I don't I don't know how effective those are. I've never been pepper sprayed or maced before. And I don't know how effective that may be in a situation so severe as somebody trying to kidnap you. But I think that everybody should have that. And then I think that most girls should get a taser and stop at that one because that's where most of you all will be comfortable at. And that's where majority of guys will be scared of you at. And then if you think that, and maybe as you get older, you you come to this level, or maybe you're at this level now. If you've been hunting all your life, or if your dad taught you how to use a gun, or if you know how to use a gun, and you know that if somebody come up to you, you're going to pull that thing out regardless, get a gun. Seriously, get a gun. Second thing that is very practical that I think all women need to um, not only consider but do, never walk alone. Never walk alone. And not even just with all girls either. Uh, Walk in groups, not just with all girls, but if you can find a guy that you trust, walk with him. Um, I think that this can be girls just be just be precautious of um, who what guys you trust um, because like I said it's it, this Sex trafficking thing is, like I said, it's one of the things that, like, you can't see, but you can see the effects of it. I don't know what, I don't know who's running these sex trafficking rings. I don't know if it's, it could be all, you know, African-American people doing it. It could be all Caucasian people doing it. It could be all Hispanics doing it. It could be a mixture. I don't know if it's, it could be 20-year-old guys bringing them to 40-year, like, we don't, we don't know. I, I don't know. So the reason why I say just be careful with the guys that you trust is because, um, you know, you could meet a guy who's who's nice as freak off the first meetup and whatever. But he could turn out to be that that could be like his thing. Like he could turn out to be that. And do I think that there that there is a, a, a low possibility that some nice guy that you meet at freaking math class is a sex trafficker? I think that that's very low. But I, at the same time, we we don't we don't know. We don't know. Like if I think that the consensus is that we think that these people that are running these are like 35, 40 year old men, fifty year old creeps. Like that's what I think the consensus thinks. That's what I want to believe. But I don't know. And since I don't know, we need to take every precaution. Period. Um, so when you walk places, walk with the groups, big groups. If you're in a group of five with girls, every single last one of y'all better have some type of taser or gun, straight up. And if there's a guy that you know and trust that you've known your whole life, um, who's been there with you through thick and thin, or like you just know him, make sure he walk you to wherever you gotta go. If you girls listen to me. This ain't just got to be your boyfriend. If there's a guy that you know and he's not willing to walk y'all to y'all car outside, if he's not willing to walk y'all from building to building at night, any of this, you need a new friend. You need a new friend. Because, guys, you listening to this too, you should care about your your girlfriends enough or your friends or girls, however y'all want to label it. You should care about them enough to that you'll go the extra mile out of wherever you are in order to make sure that they're safe. I don't care how late it is. If a girl is 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 leaving her room or leaving somebody else's room to go across the campus to go back to her room and it's 2 o'clock in the morning and she call you and say she needs you to come walk her over there, get your butt up and go. Get up and go. <clears throat> I don't care how sleepy you is. I don't care about how hard you, your day been. I don't care. If a girl needs to get from point A to point B and it's nighttime or it's 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, when it get dark, and she says, hey, I need you to, to come, I don't care what you're doing. Get your butt up 
Like, unless you're in a hospital and you can't move, get your butt up. And you either go pick her up in your car or whatever, or you walk her. If picking her up with your car is what you need to do and you're worried about losing the parking space, so be it. Get up and go get her. As guys, we should start stop being more worried about our, ourselves and worry about the safety of our, our women, bro. They're important. They're very important. Stop being so obsessed with yourself and stop worrying about where your comfort is. Don't worry, like, because what if you don't get up and she just walks back by herself and you don't hear from her again? That's a that's one thing that you don't want to live with because you're going to live with the whole idea and the thinking that it's your fault. And nobody wants to live with that. I know I don't want to live with that. But just show women that you care. Show them that you love them. Show them that they're more than just an object. Show them that they're more than just a snap streak. They're more than just an Instagram DM, an Instagram like. They're more than just a, a swimsuit pic. They're more than a, a sex partner. They're more than what some people in this world wants to make you believe that they are. And just like, um, you know, when you look at bees, just like how if all the bees in the world died off, we would we would see a huge um, change and our food and stuff like that. Y'all, y'all seen B movie? All, all the bees just stopped pollinating and everything changed. All the fruits of everything was just gone. That's what's going to happen. If all the girls in the world just start coming up missing and stuff like that, we're going to see a huge shift in this world. And then lastly, women, just watch, just, just watch where you go. Watch where you go. If something seems fishy, don't go. You meet somebody online, don't. I think that this is the perfect time for anybody who's on Tinder, Bumble, any of that crap. Get off of it. Get off of it. Just get off of it. 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 Trust me. You will find somebody that will love you like nobody's ever loved you before. You will find somebody. You will find somebody. God will send you somebody to love you. But get off Tinder. Get off Bumble. Get off any of the, Get off Christian Mingle. Get off all of it. Get off all of it. Because we didn't see that. Obviously, um, you know, just being Christian ain't going to help either. Because you got people out here saying that they Bible study groups and everything. And in church vans doing the same thing. Get off all the online dating stuff. Get off all of it. Please get off all of it. I know that you may be wanting to look for love and look for a partner and look for comfort and all that type of stuff. Get off of it because that's not the way to look for it. Please do that. Please, please, please. And then women, just watch out for your for your girls, man. Just watch out for your girls. If you if you don't if you don't like the guy, if you don't like the guy, you feel fishy about him, or you feel fishy about your girl going to meet some dude. And girls, look, y'all smart. Y'all know y'all got that little like intuition about when you off about a dude. Look, if you got it, tell your girl. Don't let her do none of that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. And, you know, that's 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 it on the sex trafficking. I didn't think I would actually spend an hour on it, but it's just really, like, deep, man. Oh, it's really deep. Oh, and my head hurts. And so I really hate that, like, I really don't want to end this podcast on, a, on like, a very, like, sad note or just somber note um but like okay we all got the basis of what we were talking about i think we all got it but i refuse to end this podcast on a sad note so the amazing news the amazing freaking news as this podcast is coming out like as this podcast is being released on itunes and spotify the Luke Combs album is out, and I could not be more excited. I love Luke Combs, man. As a matter of fact, we're going to end the, the podcast on some Luke Combs. But I love Luke Combs. 
He just makes amazing music. He just makes amazing music, and he's coming out with his new album tomorrow. I've been waiting on new Luke Combs music. His prequel was fire, and I, I, I've just been waiting for so, so long, and it's finally here. And Luke Combs is coming out with his own Crocs. I think I'm a cop, but I just got to, like, be responsible. But I think I'm going to cop him because, like, why not? It's Luke Combs. I'm very, very, very excited and, like, I just feel like I had to get that out because I think I mentioned this uh, album coming out, like, maybe, like, the first or second podcast. And, like, now it's it's here. It's it's literally here. Like, as you're listening to this podcast, guess what J.D. is listening to? He's listening to the Luke Holmes album right now. He, he's If you want to know what J.D. doing right now, he's he listening to the album. He's listening to the album. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing, and he, he he's having a great time listening to it, and he recommends that you listen to it too because it's banger. I haven't heard it right now, but I know that it's banger because Luke Combs doesn't make bad songs. That's just a fact. So that is going to be all of my Luke Combs spiel. Um, but you know how we end these podcasts, man. Everybody have an amazing weekend. Have an amazing weekend. Alabama and LSU play this weekend, and I'm actually going to a watch party, and I'm super excited about it. My prediction? My prediction. Okay, here's my prediction. This is random. Here's my prediction. This is not a sports podcast. Prediction. If Tua plays the whole game, Bama wins by no more than seven. If Tua comes out at any point in the game, LSU wins by no more than seven. The reason why is because neither one of these defenses are good. They're they're good, but they're not great. Uh, the best two defenses in SEC, if I'm not mistaken, I know is Auburn and Florida. Um, and I want to say Georgia's probably third. If I had to like guess, I don't really know. I don't have any of this pulled up. But um, you know, Burrow, to, to, he he's put up 300 yards against. Uh, Florida and Georgia. He put up 300 yards against, not Florida and Georgia, Florida and Auburn. He put up 300 yards against both of both of them, even when they said he wouldn't. Like, I was watching game day, and I think it was when they was playing Auburn, and uh, Desmond uh, Howard was like, um, I don't think Burrow can put up 300 yards. Burrow put up 300. He put up 300. And um, it might have not been the most exciting 300, but he put up 300. And Burrow is just a great quarterback. Tua is a great quarterback. But I think that what ends up happening is it's a shootout. And I think that every time Bama scores, LSU scores. Every time Bama doesn't score, LSU won't score. And I just think it'll be even, even, even. But I think that at the end of the game, it's going to come down to one defense needing a stop at a very pivotal moment. I'm going to say that Alabama, like I would, I would bet that Bama gets a defensive stop over LSU's defense. And then Bama gets the ball back and goes down and either gets a field goal or a touchdown. And it's just depending on who plays. I think that if – and don't get me wrong – I do believe that if Tua plays the whole game, that LSU could still beat Bama. But if I had to predict, because it's at Tuscaloosa, I believe that if Tua plays the whole game, Bama wins. Now, if you flip this, this is not the same LSU team from last year because they're in a whole other different offensive playbook. If you have this same game, these same teams, the same circumstances in Baton Rouge, I think LSU wins. But at Tuscaloosa, I think that Bama um, wins by no more than a touchdown. Now, I want LSU to win. Don't get me wrong. But I just know how this – I I just, you know, this is literally just about defense. But Burrow could come out and just bug out. Like, I don't know. Burrow could come out and just do some crazy stuff and, like, hey, there we go. I want LSU to win. Do not get it wrong. I want LSU to win. But, um, yeah. That, that's it. That's it. So be safe at the football games, especially if you're going to be in Tuscaloosa. Be safe there. Um, no matter where you are, be safe anywhere you go. Drive safely on the roads. Um, if you go out tonight, please be safe. Have fun. Please be safe. Don't get caught out in public doing nothing. Don't get public intoxication. Don't get caught with any drug. Like, 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 don't. Like, don't. I definitely don't condone you to do any of them. But as many of you will, just do it in a way that you don't go to jail, all right? And do it in a way that you don't hurt anybody else. 
be safe man women go out with a group leave with the group please 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 watch your drinks watch your surroundings watch the guys who you talk to don't leave with no guys that you don't know like no 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 like no no not as you just know known for like two weeks like you they got to be like your elementary friend if you don't know them, don't go be safe man be safe just watch everything that you're supposed to do man Spread the love. Tell somebody you love them. I love every single last one of y'all, man. Um, y'all are all amazing. Y'all are all beautiful. It doesn't matter what anybody tells you. I love every single last one of you. God loves every single last one of you. I'm praying for everybody who's listening to this podcast. If it's going hard for you right now, I promise you it's going to get better. Just keep pushing through. Keep waking up every single day. Just keep waking up, man. You got it. You're going to kill it. Trust me. I know. I've been in positions where I felt like life was not going to improve, but life has flipped, and it's definitely not exactly where I wanted to be, but it's a lot better than where I used to be, and, and that's where I want you all to be. So just continue to live, man. Be great. Drive safely. Be safe, man. Be safe. Guys, please watch out for your girlfriends. Not your literal, like, girl that you're dating. Her too, but watch out for your friends who are girls. Because if you're somebody like me who has a lot of friends who are girls, man, times like this is really starting to freak you out, bro. So literally just watch them, watch them, watch them, watch them, and, and be a gentleman. Chivalry is not dead, okay? So I love y'all, man. Uh, my head is starting to hurt so much more worse. So I'm going to go eat and just, like, relax the rest of the day because my head is starting to pound me in the freaking face. So I love y'all. I'll catch y'all next week. Thank you all for the support. Make sure you go leave a five-star review on iTunes. And yeah, man, I love y'all. I will catch y'all next week. You know, first, oh, also, and if you're getting accepted to these colleges, a lot of college acceptance letters are coming out. I've been seeing a lot of people getting accepted. Congratulations. And if you haven't gotten accepted yet, it's coming. And if you aren't going to college, whatever you do with your life, you're going to be good at it. Whether you work, go to the military, whatever you do, you're going to be good at it. But if you're getting accepted to college, if you have, Congratulations. I want to tell you that. If your parents haven't told you, if your friends haven't told you, congratulations, bro. Congratulations. Now that'll be y'all. I'll catch you guys next week. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. Bye. Love y'all. Peace. Smooches. Mwah.